0: What I do for message time is a little bit different because I I do my own curriculum, uh, and so I kind of preach just for about 20 minutes or so. I try not to be boring, Uh, and and each month I do a series, and and I try to base that on what I think is is good for us to know, Uh, not just you guys, but me and the other workers and everybody, and so. With this being the beginning of my time here, uh, and some of you being new here also, I wanted to talk about beginnings, and Genesis is a word that means beginnings. We're actually not going to use anything from the book of Genesis, or my book of Genesis, either one. But I really liked the graphics, and so I went with it, and so we're going with that. Uh, I'm going to tonight start with where our faith starts. I'm going to start with uh, the birth of Jesus, which is where... A lot happened before that. Creation is vital because God did that for us. God created everything for us, which is crazy. And his plan started even before that, but it went through the whole Old Testament. And if you look through, you can see everybody's story as as the world gets prepared for Jesus. And then on this night, Jesus came down to earth for us. And so I want to read from that. This is Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available to them. We all know this story. Even if you've not been a church person your whole life, you know some version of this story. You know about Jesus coming to earth, about God's son, about Jesus... As part of the Trinity, and, and we're not going to get too deep theologically, but basically how this happened is a miracle, not just the miracle itself, which is obviously the biggest miracle that ever happened, but the way that, that God's plan sent Jesus to earth as a poor baby, not a rich baby, not in a... a, a emperor's home or anything like that it's to a poor couple who people wouldn't even look twice at to to a woman who people probably questioned big time because she's walking around saying that she's pregnant she's not even married yet and so for us we look back at that and it's like well yeah mary was the mother of jesus of course this is how it works but for everybody there including her family probably like God, talk to you? Are are you sure? And so there's all these questions. Joseph could have left. He even planned to, but then the angels visited him too. Uh, But Joseph was just a common person, just a normal guy. Nobody special. He was just a guy who loved God. Uh, Mary was just a girl who loved God. They were both pretty young. Mary was probably about some of your guys' age. Like this was a a major thing. So if you can imagine that, everybody's kind of against you. And you're all of a sudden, like as you're preparing and and you're like, well, we're going to have this baby. We don't know what to do. There's a lot of people that question us and question what we're doing. And then the emperor, Augustus, who used to be Octavian, but we're not going to get into that because nobody cares but me. And uh, so the emperor is like, you're going to go to your ancestral home to be with your families. Yay, everybody loves family, mostly, except for the people I talked to tonight about their siblings, but everybody else loves family. And, and uh, the emperor is like, you're going to go do this, and you're going to be with your family, and we're going to take a little census. And, and so we're like, oh, that's cool. He's trying to see who everybody is so he can send Christmas cards, although Christmas didn't exist yet. And so he can send cards and holiday stuff, and everybody will be happy. Actually, it was so they could be taxed, so that he knew exactly how many people were from where, and who was there, and who could be taxed, and so he could do all of that. And so taxes were a big point. Uh, this is well before cars also, which is not shocking, hopefully. But it's well before cars, well before cell phones. So when you take a trip even like a couple mile trip, when you say goodbye to people, you may not see them again because you're not going to be able to call them and be like, hey, I'm there. You can't. You can maybe send a crow or a camel or something with a message, but that isn't a thing, so it's not going to happen. And so it was an 80 mile journey. Now this is a woman who is very pregnant and a man who doesn't have very much money. So they probably had a camel, maybe a donkey, not much. And so as they went eighty miles through the desert eighty miles to Bethlehem which is not like going from here to Chicago which is not eighty miles I don't know why I said that but it's not like going from here to a major city it's going to a small town picture a very small town with just hundreds maybe maybe thousands of people uh no major buildings uh just a hotel a couple of hotels basically and so they're going there they're scared they don't have any money anyway and so they're walking all of this journey it's a dangerous thing because they don't know what's going to happen when they make it they just know that they've been called by god to be together they just know they have a plan for their life and they know that the emperor said get going and so they get there and we've all heard the whole like oh they went to all these hotels and asked for room and the innkeeper kind of gets turned into a villain he's not a bad guy he literally had no room because everybody's coming into this small town to to stay so they can go through this census and so when he said I have no room he meant it and so he actually was a little bit generous to say look, this isn't much, and I know that being pregnant, it's not something that you're going to want to hear, but you can go back with the animals, and there's a manger and all this, and, you know, most of us are like, no, I'll keep going, but they're like, we just traveled 80 miles, that's wonderful, dude, and so they go back there, and the baby is born, and it's Jesus, and there are different pictures of, like, Jesus never crying, and being like this little angel baby, if you've ever been around a baby, they all cry, Almost all the time. They cry, sleep, and poop. That's essentially what they do. And then they grow up and do the different things, and then they become teenagers and go back to that. And so it's basically what babies do. Uh, babies bring people together. I have a new niece who I talk about a lot. This is her. She turned two months old uh, yesterday. Her name is Beatrice, and I love her very much. I'm not a huge baby guy, but for her I am. She's a cat sometimes, as you can see. Um, and so with her she brings a family together. My sister had been married before. Uh, My brother-in-law had been married before. They both found Christ. They both became sober. They both got together. Uh, They fell in love. They each have children or child from other marriages. They got married, and then they had her. And so it's this little baby that brought everybody together. And that's just a normal baby. To me, she's special. To them, she's special. And all babies are special, blah, blah, blah. But for the baby Jesus... Magnify this by a hundredfold. If you've ever been around a family uh, a, a, that just had a baby, everybody is like, oh, it's so cool. I can't wait to hold this baby. I, I can't wait to see it grow up. I, I can't wait to be around at all of these things. But except parents, they're like, I never get to sleep. But it's something that brings families together. I, it's a, a little baby person that is filled with hope. Now we cut to Jesus, who is a baby, who did cry, who did poop, who did eat, who did sleep, who did all of those things, but he was the son of God, and he brought them together. That's one of the reasons he was a baby. One of the reasons he was poor is imagine if a rich couple had everything, and they're like, hey, we're having the son of God also, and all of us are like, well, I can kind of understand having a baby, but I, I have to work, and I have to do this and my home's not exactly what I want and I have to go get groceries and I deal with all of these things so it can be tough. And so Jesus was born to a common normal home. We can go past Beatrice. Jesus was born to a common normal home so that people could be like, oh wow, so God uses everyone. He doesn't just use rich people. He doesn't just use poor people. He uses every single person. He uses everyone. And so that is where our faith begins. The fact that everyone has a point. Mary, a normal girl who had a great faith. Every girl here can do that. You all can have great faith and be like Mary. Joseph, a normal guy who had great faith. Same thing. Every guy here can do that and have great faith and follow God. Money has nothing to do with it. How you look has nothing to do with it. None of that matters. And so God God sent Jesus to show that. And to emphasize the point, we're going to go on to the next scripture. Uh, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Uh, Again, like the birth of Jesus, we all have seen the quote-unquote perfect form of this, where like with Jesus, it's this little baby who never makes a mess and never cries. Uh, with the shepherds, we see like the angels appear, and they're all bright and beautiful, which was true, and we see these these shepherds who are clean and happy and have sheep all around them that also never poop, because apparently that's a theme, a- and everybody's just kind of standing there, and the angels show up, and they're like, oh, this is awesome. Well, in true life, shepherds were looked down upon shepherds were about the lowest class of people you could have they were dirty they were smelly because you know spoiler alert if you're around sheep and animals all day you're gonna smell like sheep and animals all day and and so they they were around that people actually called them unreliable they're like never trust a shepherd, which is a weird thing for us to hear. But back then it's like shepherds, they don't know what they're talking about. They gossip and they do all these things. They're dirty. They're smelly. You don't want to be around them. In fact, there was a law that said shepherds could not be a witness in court. So like if you were suing somebody or being sued and a shepherd was the only person that saw it, it's like, well, tough because you can't be involved here because shepherds are too unreliable to be here. And so God sent Jesus, a baby, the baby, to a normal couple who people looked down upon, who people didn't trust, who people didn't like. And then the first people besides his parents that went to see him are the lowest class of society, the dirtiest, smelliest people, the people nobody liked, the outcasts, the people that didn't matter to other people. And yet they were the first to go. And when the angels said, go, they went. Because again, they had faith. And this is how God works. This is where our faith begins. Our faith is something that... that allows you to have a relationship with God, the Creator, with Jesus, the the Savior, with the Holy Spirit. And all of these things are for everyone. It doesn't matter what class you are. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your name is. It doesn't matter what your job is. It doesn't matter where you go to school. It doesn't matter what your parents went to school. None of that matters because God sent a baby to a normal couple and then sent dirty shepherds to go and see it, him. And so he sent normal people, and that is our faith. There are other faiths in the world, other religions in the world, and and most of them have different classes among the religion. Now, Christians are by no means perfect, and there are a lot of churches where, where there are classes in the church that shouldn't be, but In God's faith, in the Christian faith, the whole point is that everyone is equal. Everyone was sent the gift of Jesus, the gift of what he can do, and everything is possible. And that's where our faith begins. There's one more little scripture. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem, let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. The keys here, besides Jesus' birth, which is the key to everything, the keys here are Jesus came to Mary and said, I am going to give you a son before you're married. I'm going to make your life insane. I'm going to make your life crazy. But it's going to be worth it for you, for your family, for literally everyone. And Mary went. He went to Joseph and said, hey, people are going to say you're dumb. They're going to say that your wife cheated on you. They're going to say that, that everything is stupid in your life. But if you do this... You will feel my presence and you will matter because your life will be about faith. And he went. God came to shepherds, normal, dirty, smelly, unreliable shepherds, and said, Society may look down on you, but I am here for you. And so if you go to see this baby, you will be different. Your life will be different. And so they went. God will call each of us. And if you go, it will be so worth it. I said last last week, my testimony. And I know I missed a lot of things probably, but essentially it came down to this. I don't think very much of myself and I never thought very much of myself. And so when God called me to preach, called me to be a pastor, I was like, you got the wrong guy. You probably uh, were trying to dial Tim Oldfield and you, you accidentally got the, the wires crossed and you got me. And 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 God's like, listen, Tim's great. He's taller than you, better looking, all that stuff. But you can do this if you go. And so I went, and I'm not perfect, not near perfect, but I'm also not special. I am just a normal person, but I went. The adults that are here today, I don't know all of them yet, but I know that they are here tonight for you guys. Uh, They are here because they felt a call. They felt that their life had purpose, that they were serving God. Uh, they're, They're probably not super rich. They're probably not super famous. I don't know if they are. Give me some money. That's cool. But... They are here not because of where they come, came from, not because of what job they did, but because God came to them and said, will you serve? And they had faith. All of you guys have different reasons for being here. All of you guys deal with so much in your life. You're at an age where a lot of adults are like, grow up, get a job, be more responsible, be more mature, all of these things. And the other half of adults are like, you're a kid, I don't care about your opinion, I don't care what you think. And you hear that all the time, sometimes from the same person, sometimes in the same five minutes, and it's confusing. But God looks at you. And he looks at you just like he looked at Mary and just like he looked at Joseph and just like he looked at those shepherds and said, there is a plan for your life. And this series is about that plan. This series is about the beginning of something more. The beginning of faith. Next week, we're going to talk about salvation and what that means. And then we're going to talk about what you do with that. Because it's important not just to know your faith. You should know what you believe. You should know why you, wh- why you believe what you believe. But you also have to make the choice to believe. The choice to go. The choice to stand up. The choice, like the shepherds, to say, I don't care what people think of me. I am going to serve God. Now, I would love to tell you that after this series and after you you give yourselves completely to him, that everybody else in your life would be like, oh yeah, your life's awesome now. Here's a million dollars and you're on the team and everybody likes you. That doesn't happen, believe me. But I can tell you that the shepherds, people still said, you smell, I don't care. They still said, you're basic, get out. They still said, go away, you're awful. But the shepherds were changed because they had seen what it was about. They had felt what it was about, and so they went back to their flocks. They went back to their lives. They didn't become missionaries. They didn't become pastors. They didn't become worship leaders. They didn't become MBA stars. They didn't become anything special, but they were shepherds, and they went back to their flock. They lived their lives, and they talked to themselves saying, wow, we saw something, and when people came up, they said, hey, have you ever heard about this Jesus? Like, this is nuts. We saw this baby, and it was special. We felt God. We heard his angels, and they told the story because everyone here, everyone in this church, everyone in this city, everyone in this world has a plan for their life from God, and it's all on us to choose it, and so as we go through the series, we're going to talk about that, but it all begins With your faith, it all begins with this moment when a baby came down to earth to normal people with normal people around him and lived God's plan and showed everyone else that there is something more because no matter how bad, how good your life is, there is always something more as long as you serve him. And that's all I got.